0: Welcome back to Colombo and Katie on one News Talk STL. Great information from Justin Sparks. I, perfect timing, very beneficial timing of it. All of this happening on a Thursday and Thursday afternoon being the day that we talked to State Representative Justin Sparks, who was also a police officer for over a decade mm-hmm. before he became a public servant. And so to have him give the insight and information he was able to help us with in that last segment and and most of that uh, two o'clock hour there uh, was awesome. So if you missed any of that, make sure you're subscribed to our podcast so you never miss anything that happens here on the show because got some really good information about what could be happening with this delay and charges and when is the 24 hour window going Mm -hmm. to expire and what's, you know, some of the information that he's read from reports and his, Instincts have told him so great stuff there and uh, continuing the conversation now with the great Dr. Randy Tobler, who joins us every Thursday just after three o'clock as well. Doc, um, very sad time, a very sad situation happening across the state of Missouri and across the country after this parade shooting yesterday. Um, we just unpacked it uh, uh, tremendously with state rep Justin Sparks, but uh, I do want to get your thoughts on it as well, my friend.
1: Yeah, you know, we covered it last evening as it was unfolding. We talked to a state rep uh, who was there with his daughter, his 11 year old, and uh, running, literally running out of Union Station as uh, police were running in. And of course, there was mayhem and pandemonium. And It really left a, a real, I think, psychological mark on
2: mm-hmm.
1: on them, certainly. And how many people that were assembled there? And you know, it's you know, in, we joked yesterday about, well, should it do us hard line. Keep your head in the game and make people we were joking about that year they closed well maybe they should have closed the schools in retrospect it 's going to scar those kids that were there and um, add just another another pail of fright to their global warming fright that they 're caught in except this is a real problem. We have a law and order problem in this uh, in this state in this country, and it's I think it 's a cultural problem. you know Andrew Breitbart said it best culture is upstream from de- from politics and it 's true until we get. Until we get um, just a different set of expectations of our behavior collectively in this country, I don't know if these things are going to really improve. It certainly isn't going to improve by taking people's guns away. But of course, that 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 hue and cry is already out there. It started last evening as soon as this, this event happened.
0: Doc, that's exactly where I was. What I was going to say. We we read the 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 quotes earlier in the show from Joe Biden, from Kamala Harris calling for guns to be you know banned and calling for gun laws to be passed specifically the president specifically calling for a ban of uh, once again his ban on assault rifles which I, I, I don't know for sure. We haven't seen the exact reports, but I continue to be very doubtful that this crime was committed by people walking around with assault rifles strapped to their shoulders. The vast majority of gun crime is not done with assault rifles. So he's going to just tack his narrative. Right on to this issue which it literally has no bearing on no relevancy towards um and and no attempt at really keeping anybody safe you said it you said it perfectly doc we have a law and order problem we have a tremendous immigration problem we have tremendous educational problems when there are so many things that can be done that can be productively talked about steps that can be taken but they're The one focus the left has is banning guns, not keeping people safe or actually stopping any crimes. And I think today it's on display more
1: than, it, you know, at the highest level it can be. Yeah. They're obsessed with a few things. Abortion, ruining the economy for the false hope of changing the climate, which is probably more dependent on natural forces than anything, Uh, and guns, right? And, boy, wouldn't you... Oh, I'd give anything. I would give darn near anything to be in a press conference room and just look at the president and say, "You know, President, you condemned Robert Hur for asking you about Bo, and it's been reported that, in fact, you're the one that brought up Bo's date of death." You, you, you said, "How dare you, Mr. President?" You presided over an administration that initiated, apparently, and now we're finding out even a more nefarious way, the CIA to recruit. Five eyes agents to 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 so called bump uh, donald trump people in donald trump 's sphere, and you you really pretty much tried to undo an entire presidency, so Mr. president. Oh, and you're, by the way, not enforcing the border and allowing people to enter illegally. Do you think that sends a cultural message that if the president and his people can't really don't have a respect for the law? Do you expect a little 13, 15, 18, 20 year old to respect the law? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you love to ask him that question? Yes, I would. Man, I'd love to. So, Dr. Tobler, we we have we have a, a, a problem in this country with adults that should know better who fly in the face of the law, the way they conduct themselves. And it's become accepted. Lying is okay. Misrepresenting your opponent in a campaign, not talking about the issues, but misrepresenting a vote they take. Mm. It's got to stop, and it's got to it's start with adults being adults because kids look up to adults. And when they're not enforcing the laws of this country or enforcing them in a two-tiered way, well, what do you expect kids to do? I'm not, I'm not excusing it away. But what do you expect young people to do?
2: Mm. I I do wonder, Dr. Tobler, is this something along with what we saw in New York a couple of weeks ago when we saw illegal immigrants beating up cops and then running away and fleeing to California? Are all of these things going to change the mind specifically with law and order for how people vote in this election in 2024?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I I'm confused about the electorate's engagement with what's really important. Um, you know, I mean, they seem to be worried about forgiving student debt and about, uh, you know, other, other matters, which I guess may be important on an individual level, but from a society level, when you look at guys walking out there, beating up cops, walking out of the station, giving the middle fingers to America, mm-hmm. that's what they were giving the middle fingers to. Uh, you've got to think that that has that just has to influence voters when especially those undecided voters, you know, and and the candidate that comes out and says, look, I, we can talk all we want about electric vehicles and about, you know, sh- should we should we do fracking or not? And, you know, but, but should we have sports betting? All these? But can we all agree that? And the government's number one priority is safety both domestically and internationally you know national security and your personal security and can we please get a handle on that first and i'm going to be the candidate that's going to focus on that mm. i'm going to focus on uh, an economy that's designed to promote growth and promote entrepreneurism and the free market uh, so that you can prosper uh, can we just get to those two basic things and and maybe we'll talk about the others as tertiary and quaternary items i don't know maybe the people don't want that anymore they seem to be they've got our kids indoctrinated that global warming is one of the biggest things that kids are frightened about now and and young people that should be having babies aren't having babies they're all dinks because they don't want to yep. I don't know they don't have babies
0: don't <laughs> doc you're i mean you, this is it we you, you you've hit on so many of the important things that we talk about you know i was i was uh, critical of and have been critical many times of the message from the left that we have seen again on full display today. Joe Biden saying uh last night, you know, when is somebody going to do something? They act like they have this. They act like it's this that they that they want to address, you know, the this issue from uh, all different angles, like just you know, here's another tragedy. When is somebody going to do something? They were using the word cur. I thought it was interesting today, the new... um uh, the new branding uh line the new mantra is courage both the president and the vice president use the word courage multiple times and we all know what to do we just need to have the courage to do it but they're not but they're not talking about multiple issues you just touched on all of them we have a major education problem in this country we have a major law and order uh, uh problem in this country uh we we have a major we don't ju- just just abide by the laws that are on the books. Mm-hmm. Just enforce the laws that are already on the books. That and, and a lot of these things will, would get a lot better a lot quicker because um, you know, these people are breaking there there doesn't need to be new laws passed to tell me that what happened in Kansas City yesterday was a crime. Those people are criminals and they should be thrown in jail and held accountable for their crimes we don't need new laws for that but they're not talking about any of those things they're simply talking about trying to take away your second amendment rights and i and i wonder doc i hope that across the board voters across the board especially in an election year like this that the the left has been exposed for just how political they are and how None of this has anything to do with really keeping people safe or making life better for Americans. Do you believe that that is is breaking through? Um, maybe I, yeah. more in the
1: past. I, I think I think people can see that. First of all, the emperor has no clothes, yeah, and and right. not only is he an incompetent and mentally feeble man, he's a vile and deceitful man. Mm-hmm. And instead of calling out. The problem as it is, he's trying to pay homage to his delusional Democrat Party. Real courage, Mr. President, would be to tell the squad, yeah, maybe Cori Bush and her friends, <laughs> to stand down on defunding the police and, in fact, stand up for the safety of the very communities that you're trying to sell defunding the police as a way for safety. It ain't so. Ask people in those communities. They know that. Ask yeah. those people. Yes. In, in Columbia, Missouri, there's, people, there's a few loudmouth people that show up at council meetings. It's the same in St. Louis. It's the same in Baltimore. It's the same in D- D.C. Loudmouth people that somehow get the ear of the council, and they get, they, they get this, this fervor, this froth going for you know, defunding the police and more social programs, more handouts, more you know, this and that. And I'm not saying that those can't be helpful. I think it's a both and, frankly. But, but you go into the neighborhoods. And I have talked to those people. And they're like, I'm, I don't know. They're not speaking to me. I want more police in my neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> everyday people that are out working rather than squawking because they got nothing to do but squawk all day. Yeah. No. Amen.
0: We, I mean, um, uh, Keith Antone, America's favorite liberal, who's a regular on this show. We'll talk, you, know, there's, you won't find a more ardent Democrat than Keith Antone. And he is very pro-police and he is very second amendment. He lives in the city of yeah. St. Louis and he says I don't even walk I don't even take my trash out to the curb without well, having my gun in my pocket these days just because of the environment that we live in. So, you know, you're it's 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 not a um uh, this is a problem that has that has yeah. permeated the left and has and has even turned uh values against uh, uh even traditional democrats. Doc, I wanted well, to ask can, you.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. How, how can any how can any rational voter Look at the situation and be, if they are aware that there are many more guns by probably what a couple fold than there are people in this country, certainly than there are adults in this country. Did, do they, what are they proposing that the National Guard go door to door, raid your house, take people's guns? Do they really think that, yeah. that, only the criminals are going to give up their guns. No, it'll be only the law. <laughs> only the law-abiding yeah. citizens, because they're the you law-abiding see, citizens. Yeah, you concede. Okay, let's concede the point. Okay, progressively. Okay, Corey Bush. How, how are you going to you going to take my guns, Corey? Okay, here is my guns. What are you going to do about the criminal? You going to go? How are you going to identify those would be yeah. shooters? Come on, it, it doesn't even work practically if you concede the policy point. It yeah. just doesn't work. It doesn't even make any sense.
0: Uh, I've got a couple minutes left here with Dr. Randy Tobler, Doc. I wanted to ask you, you. You said that you've talked to some uh, state reps, and we, you know, we just had a long yep. conversation with Justin Sparks. From the folks that you have talked to, from what you've seen so far to this point, um, it, I was just reading the most. Recent story that I've seen break nationally is less than an hour old and it's from an ABC affiliate in Philadelphia. It looks like there is more uh, credibility to the idea of this being a personal dispute. That yeah. you know whether it was pre-planned to to go down at this at the parade or if it was something that just broke out at the parade it seems like it, that that's what this was. Are you? Do you right. have any other? Do you, have you seen any recent details or in in your discussions yeah. with uh, with folks? Do you have any? Um,
1: yeah, I've heard a pretty active rumor mill. Of course, the news guys won't go on with it because they can't confirm it, but there's an active rumor mill that would that would echo that, that this is some kind of a gang thing or a dispute or a drugs or this or that. Kid, you know, kids, boy, when, Tony, I don't know, but about what but you and, and, well, I mean, Katie, you're too pure to have ever gotten in a fight. True. But for us guys, for us pure guys red. that got into fights, uh, yeah. You know, we just went out and duked it out on the playground, right? And then, right. We, went, then we went and played baseball afterwards. Uh, nowadays, this goes back to that cultural thing. Somewhere along the line, kids are getting the permission that if you disagree with someone, you shoot them. You pull out and shoot a gun. You, you get a gun and shoot someone. We've got to start earlier in, in setting curbs and boundaries on what is normative behavior. That's the, only, that's the ultimate solution here, not fewer guns.
0: Yeah. Doc, last question. And in, because in, 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 right now, I mean, at this moment yesterday, we were, Katie and I were on the air and we were reporting on this and there was the, these suspects had been arrested at this time yesterday. The police only have a 24 hour window to hold these suspects before they have to file charges. Now talking with. Justin Sparks in that last segment who was a police officer you know he said that clock doesn't start when they are arrested at the scene and the cuffs go on that 24 hour window starts when they are processed back at the station booked back at the station but still that gives us I mean what at the most another two hours before that 24 hour window expires. Justin said that he could uh, unfortunately see a possibility where these because of politics and everything else involved in today's uh, crazy news cycle that uh, that it could. He said uh, he doesn't think it will. And he said that he doesn't hope that it will. But he said that he could see the possibility of this. 24 hour period expiring and these folks having to be released and then maybe rearrested when charges are filed. Do you have any, what's your, what's your idea of, of the possibility of that happening? And when do you think that we will see, uh, charges filed in this?
1: Well, all bets are off uh, in, in this current uh, society in, in metro areas that are ruled by blue leaders, right? Yeah. Blue DAs and blue uh, circuit attorneys. And it's awfully blue know. over there in KC. <laughs> it's awfully blue and, you know, I mean, you, you referenced to uh, the you see the, the people in New York and the gangs there and they got released and who knows, maybe that'll happen. I, I've i lost all faith in our justice system in, in the larger jurisdictions. I've lost all faith. It's yeah. all is lost and we've got to, those people are just, I don't know how, those people are going to to suffer sadly more and more and more in those areas like St. Louis like Kansas City and others until they finally wake up and say hey what we're doing isn't working out very well let's get out the red crayon out of the coloring box yeah yeah, no
0: kidding. The uh, next time we elect our leader. Yeah, and guess what? We have an opportunity to do that this year. So hopefully, yes, a lot yes, of sir. people are paying attention to yep. all of this as it unfolds. Dr. Randy Tolbert, really appreciate your time. As yep. always, you can hear Doc every Thursday here with us on Colombo and Katie. Of course, the Dr. Randy Tolbert show every Saturday morning, 6 to 9, here on News Talk SDL, and every morning at the Eagle in Columbia, Missouri. Doc, really appreciate you, and uh, we'll talk. To you soon, my friend.
1: All right, let's pray for America, guys.
0: Yeah, amen. Talk to you. Yeah, for sure. Great stuff there from Dr. Randy Tobler. And again, no matter what happens, <clears throat> uh, there will be an update. Something has to happen mm-hmm. in the next couple hours. Mm-hmm. So whether it happens before Columbo and Katie is over, before our show is over this afternoon, or it happens during the Tim Jones and Chris Arp show or Larry or with Rob Carter. I mean, talk about the advantages of being live and local right now. Um, we will be all over this, and we will keep you up to speed. And if there are more developments, we will let you know immediately. All right. Uh, I want to follow up with uh, got the latest forecast here from Steve Templeton. I want to give you a quick reminder on what is expected to come our way. We will talk to Steve tomorrow afternoon on the show, as we do every Friday, to get the weekend forecast. But there is some snow heading our way tomorrow morning, so I want to get you the latest on that. Also, I have another story here. I think we can do a different story today. I think we can talk about something else. It's a real story, but it's also going to give you a little giggle. Okay. And we could probably use a little giggle. Yeah, we do. Right now. Mm-hmm. So, I'll get you that next on Columbo and Katie.
1: You're listening to Columbo and Katie.
0: For podcast articles, and more, find us on NewstalkSTL.com. Welcome back to Colombo and Katie on one one News Talk STL. Lots of great conversation today. Uh, updates on everything happening in Kansas City. And as we wait for charges, hopefully charges to be filed against the suspects that are in custody there. There's um, a, a rapidly approaching deadline. They have 24 hours after the arrest of these suspects which, uh, you know, officially they were arrested a, a little bit more than 24 hours ago, but that the, the, the clock doesn't start until they're processed and booked back at the station. So whenever that officially took place is when the 24-hour window started. But no matter what, that is going to expire soon, soon. in the next couple hours. Um, so we will continue to keep an eye on that and, and let you know. But uh, all of the, of course, branches from this story, From the attack on the Second Amendment that we've already seen coming from the president and the vice president, the conversations about law and order and gang violence and immigration and education that is all stemmed from this great stuff today from... State Representative Justin Sparks in the 2 o'clock hour, Dr. Randy Tobler just a few moments ago with us, and just a reminder that if you missed any of that and you just want to make sure you never miss anything that happens here on the show, make sure you're subscribed to the Columbo and Katie podcast because we put the show out as a podcast right after we get off the air every day on basically every podcast platform. So wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe to Columbo and Katie, and you'll never miss anything that happens here. Of course, don't forget about our social media platforms as well. You can watch the show every day live or after the show. On the News STL Facebook page, the Columbo and Katie YouTube page, the News STL Rumble page, which I highly recommend. You want to talk about the what could end up being the last bastion of free speech mm-hmm. on social media? Mm-hmm. Rumble is the place to be for that. Also, um, and and, and also Elon and in in Twitter, and we're there every day streaming as well on the News STL Twitter page. So, um. All the different ways that you can keep up with everything that we do here on Colombo and Katie and throughout News Talk STL. Give you a quick update here. I, I read this earlier, but just uh, to make sure that everybody is uh, informed and prepared for tomorrow. Of course, Steve Templeton, chief meteorologist over at Channel 4. The Channel 4 weather team does such a great job every day with <laughs> hourly forecasts, keeping us up to speed, keeping our listeners Informed on what's going on out there. Steve will be with us tomorrow at 2:45, as he is every Friday at 2:45 for the weekend forecast. So I'm looking forward to talking to him there. He and I spoke right before the show today, and he gave me the latest uh, forecast and what to expect because we do have some big changes. We've had a couple of really warm days. Uh, yesterday, I had James in like a t-shirt with like a long-sleeve shirt on, yeah. like t-shirt underneath, it. nice, and a, and a light jacket. Today he didn't have his winter I mean we went to, when we I took him to school at 7:45 this morning it was in the 50s. Yes. I mean like he it's doesn't beautiful. have his winter coat mm-hmm. on today and tomorrow it's going to snow. So <laughs> it's it's uh no preparing. St. Louis, yeah, St. Louis weather at its finest. So um talking to Steve before the show today wanted to get this latest information out to you. Accumulation, accumulating snow is likely. For the St. Louis metropolitan area, we're focused on 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., with most intense snow falling from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Near to slightly above freezing temperatures should help keep snow from sticking initially, but accumulation will eventually occur across much of the St. Louis area. The snowfall forecast has increased a bit from the immediate St. Louis area to the north, where anywhere from a dusting to as much as 3 inches is possible. Accumulation will first occur on grassy and elevated surfaces, but some snow-covered roads are certainly possible, especially north of St. Louis, where there'll be be likely a narrow band of heavier snow, which could bring as much as two to three inches. South of St. Louis, the south of the metropolitan area, we're expecting zero to an inch of snow. This area could see some rain or sleet mix in, As the precipitation begins to fall and then tomorrow evening Steve says it will be dry but temperatures will fall into the 20s which means that anything that was wet or slushy that fell during the day will freeze Mm -hmm. and create possible slick spots so St. Louis City north could be anywhere from a dusting to three inches of snow city south probably more like an inch Right. It's going to fall midday, yeah, late morning. Yeah, late morning. Could start as early as 8 a.m., but he said that the, the the window that they're focused on right now is 10 a.m. to 1 p.m.
2: What's so sad is that, this is sad for me, I was talking to David the other day, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, soon we're like, soon it's going to be beautiful weather and the sun's going to be out, and then I remembered it's the third week of February. We yeah. still have all. We still have February. We still have March. Yeah. There's been snow in April. I mean, I my mindset because of the beautiful streak we've been on for the last week and a half. I'm like, oh, we're done. We're winter's April over. We're done. It's not. No. No. We're still in the heart of it. <laughs> actually. Yeah.
0: And so and we're gonna be riding to that tomorrow. It looks like.
2: But the day. But we are getting more sun yeah towards the end of the day so yeah. that I will hold on to I'll yeah.
0: grasp amen to that and this warm weather as he as he mentioned there in the forecast Steve did the fact that it's been warm these last couple days oh, is going so nice. to make the, is going to help with the snow tomorrow yeah. because the ground isn't frozen solid right so it's going to take longer than usual to get the ground cold enough for the snow to stick and so you know it won't be as bad as it as it could have been if we would have been in, you know, freezing temperatures the last couple of weeks. So we'll continue to uh, bring you the uh, forecast every hour and uh, really appreciate all of the help that Steve and his team over there at Channel 4 do for uh, us and keeping us informed. And, of course, we will also talk to Steve Templeton at 2.45 tomorrow afternoon to uh, get the latest and the weekend forecast. So looking forward to that. All right. I told you I had a little story here that might make you giggle. Rachel Dolezal. Oh, yeah. Did you see this? Oh, I did. Oh, I'm, I did. I'm, I'm glad you saw it, but I also was hoping that I was going to get your, your genuine initial reaction. This is crazy. This is... Who knew that Rachel Dolezal would find her way back into they the all news? Rachel Dolezal is, of course, the former Spokane, Washington, NAACP chapter head who faked being black <laughs> You can't wake it up. Yeah. She she was the president of an NC of an NAACP chapter, and she was white, is white, but told everybody she was black, lived as a black woman. Yikes. For course, a long time. For years.
2: Yeah, for years.
0: As everybody knows that was she was exposed and by her parents by, her parents by, by her, her parents by her very white parents and with her very white pictures as yeah. a kid yeah <sighs> so anyway so uh you thought that was it for her and you thought that was it for her and her her lies and her deceit Should well she's back in the news the former Spokane NAACP president who now goes by the name of Nikichi Diallo no that is her official name, Nikichi Diallo. I'll spell it for you because I'm pretty sure I'm saying it right, but it's N K E C H I, N K E C H I. It's her first name. And then D I A L L O. Nikichi Diallo.
2: This is gonna- formally, Formerly
0: or better known as Rachel Dolezal, Dolezal, a white woman who identified as black has been fired from her elementary school teaching job in Arizona. Why? Because she has an OnlyFans. And the photos from the OnlyFans? I don't know. I didn't go that far into the story, Uh, Katie Fitzpatrick. I saw the photos. I don't have a sick mind like you do. I didn't dig into the pics. I saw the photos. She's 46 years old. She was working for an elementary school in Tucson, Arizona. They... uh, It was revealed that she has a OnlyFans account, which is in direct conflict with the school district's policy. The school district has put the policy out on all of the press releases to show everybody that this was, you know, something that she was well aware of. And she has now lost another job for being once again deceitful.
2: I will tell you, too. This goes back to that. Three? Yeah, okay. this goes back to that discussion that we had not long ago with teachers having OnlyFans. Yeah, I, I, Rachel, being a great example to use right now. If you are buck naked and you're selling photos like that, or tied up in bondage, and that's your OnlyFans, and then you turn around at eight a.m. Yeah, and you you're really saying, did get
0: into these pics, huh?
2: And you're saying the Pledge of Allegiance with my seven year old <laughs> because that's the start of school. The, this is the only answer. You're not going <laughs> to the LA. You're fired. You love that new button. I did Can do? you put in the buzzer button? And she's finding ways to use it. You're fired, Rachel. Takiki. <laughs> Nikichi. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. You're not You're fired. getting naked and then saying the Pledge of Allegiance with my kid the next well, morning. Well, she was.
0: She's not anymore. All right. I told you we did a little giggle for you. That's good. I can't believe it. Colombo and Katie back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. The O'Reilly report is next. Then the Tim Jones and Chris Arb show at 4. Larry Connors at 6. And the Rob Carter Show at 8. Thank you so much for listening to us and supporting us. Here at 1019 and 941 News Talk STL.